What's going on everybody? This is your girl Mental Beauty coming at you on a Monday. Today's Monday, February 13th. Today's podcast is going to be about the experience with suicide. Suicidal thoughts. The experience with suicide. The experience with stress. The experience with no relief. This is a touchy subject for me. Because. I myself. Have thought about committing suicide. A lot of people. Don't realize that. Just because you say something. Doesn't mean that you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. So you just have to be mindful of what people are saying and pay attention to people. Suicide is real, people. We're so caught up in this this realm or this experience we call life And thinking that it's not. But it is. There's so many different people out here that is struggling with stress and things that they can't talk about. And it get hard sometimes. Some people don't understand another person's point of view when they talk about the point of they wanting to commit suicide or they want to give up. Or they don't see no way out. Or they don't see no, 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 nothing at the end of the road. Some people just get tired. I tell you, when people tell me or express that to me about they wanting to give up. My heart just melts because I've been there too. And I do understand A lot of people say that that's a weak way to fix a problem. Some people say that's very selfish. My opinion is neither here nor there because you don't know another person's pain. All I know is from experience in life that 
people do do things to themselves. People do get overwhelmed. People take life for granted sometimes. It's really sad. It is that sometimes the people that you are closest to don't understand what you're going through when you explain it to them. Most times it is because a lot of us are so consumed of our own transgressions and different things that we go through. We're not realizing that there's, you know, a lot of pain that people are holding on the inside that they're not talking about. I can't express that enough. It's really sad. And don't get me wrong, nine times out of ten, and from statistics and stuff, most times it's the men that is committing suicide. I'm not saying that the women don't do it, but it's a lot of the men doing it because they don't feel as if they have a way out or they don't value themselves or they're just going through a whole lot. You see, I have sons and I have brothers and and cousins and and so forth. They all we was all brought up to the point of you know trying to be strong and uh, in the realm of you know you don't really talk about your feelings because it might make you seem weak or something. In my era, that was for the men and the women. But even before that or whatever, I feel as if men have it a little bit harder than women because they don't, they're supposed to be strong all the time. All the time. And that's not the case. We are all human beings. A lot of times we can't fix things. A lot of th- times we don't know how to fix them. A lot of times we don't even know where to start. A lot of times we don't have people to lean on. So, I encourage you, if someone is going through something and they confess that they just want to give up, pay attention to them. Because you don't know how much or how long they've been holding that pain or they how long they have been not seeing a way out of no way. Let me tell y'all something. A lot of people hold on to the point of Christianity or beliefs and so forth. I experienced that this weekend. We went to church. We had to go to a funeral. And I'm going to tell you something. That's what some of the pastors were saying to the point of talk to God about your situation. Listen, y'all. I'm not saying for you not to talk to God about your situation. I'm not saying for, I'm not telling you to talk to God about your situation. You just got to do something in order to try to get some relief in some type of way. That's what po- mostly people be thinking about when they're thinking about committing suicide. Now, and we sit back and we say we're going to talk to God about our situation and we don't get the response that we feel like that we need or as as we should say we don't get the response that we expected then what what then 
I think a lot of people, even the pastors and stuff, they say things because it sounds good. And we got to get out of that, that, that mindset because it's not helping a lot of us. Saying things because it sounds good is not stopping somebody from hurting themselves or for or from somebody hurting someone else. See, this is a thing called life that we all experience. And we don't know how much pain that each other can endure. So you have to be mindful of the things that you say to one another or what you encourage and stuff. Some people say, hey, you got to have faith. What about the point that faith without work is dead? If you don't put the work to it. What about it's something that you've been hiding on the inside that you just refuse. You feel like it's an embarrassment to talk about. What about you keep going through so many trials and tribulations, all these different pains. You keep trying to make a way out of no way and you're not getting no type of relief. You don't know if you're going or coming. What do you do then? A lot of us don't think about stuff of that nature. We just take it as to the point it'll get better. Everything's going to be all right. That's not the case. Not all the time everything is going to be all right. Especially when you don't have no control over somebody else. You only have control over yourself. So I encourage you to stay strong. Not to give up. And the only time things get better is when you make them better. That's just my encouragement for that today. Because I myself, like I said, have been there. I have thought about to the point of committing suicide. I can remember to this day, it was sunny out. I had just had my my last child. He was sick in the hospital. My children's father was strung out on drugs. My mom never gave me no support. None of my other family members did either. And I was like, I just can't not believe all of this is coming down on me. All at one time, where's my support? I need somebody right now. I was talking to God. Trying to talk to my neighbors. It still wasn't wasn't getting no relief. Still wasn't getting no relief. So, my baby boy was in the hospital. Damn near on life support. For the point of my children's father being a drug addict. And my son was a drug baby. It was just really sad. I just didn't know what to do. I couldn't talk to nobody. I didn't even feel comfortable talking to nobody. I was worried about what people were saying. How they would feel about me instead of me feeling what I needed to feel about me. It was I was hearing all this different talk about my children's father, you know, being on drugs and doing all kind of stuff. 
just all kind of stuff. Selling his car. We worked so hard for stuff. We had this. We had a nice home, but it was a nice house, but we didn't. It wasn't no home because it was so much turmoil going on. Us not being able to appreciate life, and I just say both of us appreciate life because at that time I shouldn't have been so vulnerable and weak. Whenever it came down to the point of me thinking that I wanted to give up. It's really sad when you have a whole bunch of stress on you. You don't know where to go or what to do or who to talk to and who not to talk to. You don't want to seem like the victim all the time. You want to be strong. But that don't that don't fix nothing. You just lost. My car was tore up. My children daddy, he 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 had done. Uh, that was my husband at the time. He had done uh, drove all the the gas out the car. We thinking that the car was, uh, uh, that it was just like tore up a fuel pump or something like that. This man had to drove all the gas out the car. See, when you be so stressed out, you don't know if you're going to come and you some of the simplest shit you won't pay attention to. So we was out of without a vehicle for many, many, for many weeks. After he came down off his high or whatever the case may be, you know, trying to get himself together, still not paying attention to the point that the car had no gas. See, when you get so consumed of different things, of, of stress and stuff like that, little small things you'll look over. You won't pay attention to it. But before it was, you know, like that or whatever, my neighbors was going uh, down towards my house and at the lake and I was going to catch a ride. I said, I just need to get away. I caught a ride down there to the house and I got to the house and, you know, she asked me, was I okay or whatever the case may be because her husband was doing some of the same thing. It was just, I was just tired. I didn't know what to do. I just wanted to get away. Didn't have no car. I had to catch a ride. Didn't have no family members to call and talk to or, or anything. Just lost, just lost. All just lost. The reason why I, have, I didn't feel like I had family members to talk to is because they were so judgmental and they still that way today. I didn't feel no comfort of of anything. I can remember it just like it was yesterday. So, as I got in the house, it was, you know, with nothing going on, I was just there by myself. I sit up there thinking and know what was going on. I just, I didn't know what to do. All kind of things were going through my head. Even got to the point where I was thinking like, well, how would I do this? I don't have no gun or anything. Uh, and uh, I'm too scared to try to do something to myself with a knife or something. So I said, well, hey, you know, I got some pills in here and and uh, maybe I could just do that and just, you know, just go on out and nobody won't know I'm here. 
These are the type of things that was going on in my head. I even got to the point that I was talking out loud to myself. Like trying to reason with the point of ending it all because the simple fact is I didn't have no relief. I didn't see no relief of anything. So I sat down. I remember it was a, a blue chair. One of my old hospital chairs I had or whatever. And I sat down in that chair. And when I sat there, I just was still looking around. Still no relief. Still no relief. Didn't know what to do. I can't believe this man is doing this to me. Can't believe he allowed this. Can't believe he, you know, we got a child and it's sick and all this here and that there. Mind you not now. I got another child. I was like, oh my freaking God. I just don't know what to do, Lord. I sat there, had the pills in my hand. And all of a sudden, I got this like warm feeling over myself. I looked around, I'm like, ain't nobody in here but me. So, since ain't nobody in here but me, where, where is this heat coming from? See, when you understand the point of God and, and the creation and the energy of, of, of life and stuff like that, you can't explain it to people because they look at things to the point of just a, uh, uh, just carnal, in a carnal mind, not thinking about the bigger picture or different experiences that they go through in life. I know I had been going to church and, and, and you know, praying and stuff or whatever, but I didn't even believe in it. I didn't even believe in it because it was so much going on and so many things that I had been through throughout my life. And I was just tired. I just like, oh, my God, I just need something. Still wouldn't get no relief. But when that warm feeling came over me. I don't know if it was the, it had to be the presence of, of creation or presence of somebody. So I started feeling guilty. Like, you got to be crazy. Why are you doing this? Why are you thinking about this? That's what I was feeling. That's what I was saying to myself. You're not crazy. You ain't lost your mind. Things aren't that bad. I started looking around like, who is this? Who does keep talking to me? To this day, it had to be the good Lord. Had to be God. Had to be some type of supreme being to step in in order to try to fix something for me. Because what I was thinking and what I was seeing and, and what I was feeling, I didn't see no way out. Only thing I felt like doing was just ending it all. Then I started thinking about the point that I was like, Lord, my child's sick. Then what about my other child? If something was to happen to either one of them, who going to take care of them? Your, 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 your husband, he's strung out on drugs and he's not going to take care of them like you. Your family members ain't one for them. They're not going to do nothing for your children like you. That's selfish. That's mean, Yolanda. You can't do that. 
start looking around. Now, where this person was before I decided to come on down here to go through all of this or, or to be feeling like this. I just cried out and I was just started thanking God about the situation. Just a whole, I don't know, dopamine or something that was in, that's naturally in my body decided to say, well, hey, you know, you got something else different, girl. You just need to leave this man alone. Go take care of your children. Be there for them. Because they weren't looking for my baby boy to make it. Well, I was looking for him to make it. And my, my oldest one, he, you know, he was with his uh, grandmother at that particular time. My um, husband's mother, she already was going through something herself. It was just sad. It was sad, man. It was really sad. This lady had already did all she could do for me, you know, been over backwards for me and stuff. Being there trying to step in for my children's father, the, my husband, the man that I thought that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. See, that's why you have to be mindful of who you marry and who you lay up with. Because the simple fact is, a lot of times you could be pulling for yourself, but the person that you with could be pulling away from you. That's why I always encourage people. Get to know people before you intertwine with one another because the simple fact is you can create a catastrophe. Now look at it. My son was a crack baby. My baby boy. He was so sick. They had him on life support. I couldn't even get to the doctor back and forth where he was at. All these type of things were going through my head. I was alone. I felt like I was alone, but I wasn't. That's why I try to encourage people to be have an open mind. So somebody, so the goodness in you or the greatness in you or the godness in you can speak up and, and, and uh, intervene when you are in your time of trouble or you're going through something. It speaks to you. But you have to allow it. Some say, just like I said earlier, a lot of people say, well, hey, you know, you just wait on God to do something. But you be needing, a, you be needing somebody physically there. You're looking for somebody physically there. And I guess God felt like he went through with me yet. So I had to do something else. It wasn't no birds. It wasn't my no family members. There was just me and God there in that house. Keeping me from making that bad decision. Life is rough sometimes because we make it rough. Because of the bad decisions that we make. But I want you to know that suicide is real, people. People think about that all the time. A lot of time more than often. Then we would think they would. Black people don't feel like they need counseling and somebody to talk to. Yes, you do. You need to talk to somebody. Hold things in and, and feel like it's going to be all right. You don't held it for so long, it done it up and became a sore. Do you know when you hold pain on the inside for too long, it winds up being some type of cancer? 
Like literally. A lot of people don't think about stuff like that. They just, you know, go off of what society say. You gonna be all right. When a person has made up their mind, there's nothing else that you can do. There's nothing else that they can do. That's why it's always good to be kind and loving to one another. Hug on people. Tell them you love them. When I talk to my brothers now, I tell them I love them. My oldest brother, he don't say that the bad guy. He's a, he's a, a shrewd, but he knows that I love him. Call the checkup on him. They my brothers. I love them. You got brothers or sisters or cousins, aunties, uncles, or whoever it is. Tell them you love them, man. Sometimes you do have to separate yourself from some family members because it, sometimes it gets so toxic till you just like, oh my God, before I destroy myself, I'd rather remove myself from the situation. But you can love people from a distance. And ain't nothing wrong with that. <coughs> ain't nothing wrong with it, y'all. Suicide is real. Thoughts, people, thoughts and feelings and emotion is real. Sometimes when you're around people and you don't think that there's a way out, some of the people that you're around that can be so negative, they're not even giving you a way out. Some people you can't even talk to about your feelings because they they, they just as screwed up as you are. I encourage y'all to talk to somebody about your feelings. Don't hold things on the inside. Yeah, sometimes people take your business or your thoughts and stuff and they stroll around and gossip about it. I'm the type of person, I'm a realist. I don't give a damn if they talk about whatever they want to talk about. Make up lies, tell lies or whatever. I don't care. Long as I get that relief. My husband now, uh, he's my best friend. I talk to him about everything. Sometimes, one of my cousins told me, she said, you know what? They called me T. She said, you can't talk to your husband about everything. And for a moment, you know, for a while I used to think that. But after time went by, I started saying, no. I need to talk to him. If he's my best friend, and I had to explain to my husband, I, I, I just need to vent to you sometimes. You don't want me to go vent to nobody else about whatever that we got going on. So the best thing for me to do is to vent to you. He didn't understand that because he, you know, like sometimes men can't deal with a whole bunch of stress and a lot like some women can. And vice versa, but just some of them can't. He started, he said, you know what? You can come talk to me about anything. He opened that up for me because I, I don't have no sisters. I have brothers and stuff that I could talk to about. They have their own family that they got to deal with sometimes. Most of the time. So I don't want to put no more burden on somebody that I have to. But if you have to do that, then do it. Because let me tell you something. God put people in... in in places sometimes to try to help us to make better decisions to rationalize our thoughts and stuff especially when it gets to the point that we don't see a way out 
a lot of people don't see a way out. Some people just do what they feel like and end it all. All because they didn't they didn't have that 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 shoulder to lead on. That person that they could depend on. They didn't have that nurturing love and understanding that they, in their family that they needed. Cause a lot of times we so so quick to be, you know, judgmental and not think about each other or appreciate each other or have understanding for one another. We got to stop causing pain and put pain on each other, y'all. A lot of people that walk around here damn near dead and don't even know it. We all got to die one day. But it's sad that you think about the point. Can you imagine yourself being alive but on the outside but you dead on the inside? That's how that that emotional trauma makes you feel. That's why people get to the point that they, you know, want to do stuff to themselves. They don't, they don't have that support system that they need. I just encourage you all to, to talk to somebody about your feelings. Don't hold things on the inside. Sometimes we can hold stuff so much until, whew, it just hurts. Remember, like, back in the day, if you got in trouble and, uh, or you don't stump your toe and you go and you do something, you got no business, you go to your parents and then they, you know, hit you or uh, knock the hell out of you and, until you pause and you be crying and they telling you not to cry. We got to think about a lot of different things that goes on in this world today. A lot of different decisions that people are having to make and a lot of trials and tribulations that people are continuing to go through. A lot of times we go through those things because we create them. And then there's that time when people are trying to do what they can do to survive. Pain is real. Life is real. We got to love each other a little bit more than what we've been doing, y'all. I love you. I understand your pain or the different things that you go through. I've been there. I thank God I didn't carry it out. I thank God that I was able to uh, be able to rationalize my thoughts. I thank God or thank the universe for stepping in or whoever stepped in to make me realize what I was doing was wrong. I encourage you to not give up. I encourage you to talk to somebody about your feelings. I encourage you to appreciate yourself a little bit more than what you are being shown appreciation of. A lot of these black men nowadays, and I'm not saying that the women aren't, they, their value has been tarnished. Their value has been tarnished. Not just from the, the things that they do, but how society look at them as a whole. 
And we gotta we gotta change that narrative because it's it's destroying us tremendously. Black women go through a lot too. I hear nowadays that people are getting so frustrated about, you know, having to do things on their own. If you if you supposed to do something, why not do it? And why make a big fuss about what you're doing? Like taking care of your kids. I hear people talking about, I should be having to take care of my kids by myself. And Oh, no, no, you shouldn't. But at the end of the day, you got to always tell yourself, hey, this, these kids are nice to come in. So I'm going to do the best that I can for them. I'm going to love them. I'm going to show them that how what love is and how to be loved. When we know better, we do better. We just got to take things one day at a time and, 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 and uh, try to see a way out. Not all the time it's going to be right there, right in front of us. Sometimes we got to be patient and wait a while. And there's nothing wrong with waiting. Sometimes we have to give up on things, give up on people. Because the simple fact is, they don't see no way out for us. They don't see nothing good for us. So we have to see what's good for ourselves. Life is hard sometimes. People going through a lot of pain, especially when they lose loved ones to some type of death or suicide or anything. Do you know that pain never goes away? It's a continuous thing. I always ask God myself now, like, listen, why do we have to die? Some people say, well, hey, we have, we don't, we don't have to die. We're not dying. Well, maybe, hey, maybe our character or our outer shell, why our outer shell got to deteriorate? Still, still trying to find the answer for that. Pain is real. I just wanted to come over here today to talk to you about suicide. To let you know my experience with it. I can't go by nobody else and what they go through. I can only go by what I experience. And it's real. You'll get to the point that you just want to give up because you're just tired of being sick and tired. So many people get tired of being sick and tired. And then they don't see no way out. So they'll make a way out. Love on your people today, people. Love on yourself. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate you. It's nothing wrong with having self-love, doing things for you and being being good for you. It's nothing wrong with it. We need that, y'all. It's okay to love each other and be there for each other. This your girl, Mental Beauty, coming at you on a Monday. Talking to you about my experience with suicide. Everybody go through trials and tribulations in life. No one is exempt from it. It's just how we deal with it. How we absorb it. What's going on with one another. I encourage you not to give up. And to talk to somebody about your feelings. Stop holding up that pain on the inside. Because you, you are needed. And God ain't through with you yet. There's so much more life ahead of you. 
If you're not happy, create your happiness. If you don't feel like smiling today, smile anyway. Try to be around positive people. Look at positive television if you watch television. Listen listen to the positive podcasts and positive music. Anything to encourage you. Y'all have a good day.